Loaded bases. This episode is being recorded on Wednesday, September 22nd. Um, so this episode is very important to me. Um, one of my best friends, uh, Logan Thompson, he actually passed away on September 26th, 2016. So it's coming up on the anniversary of his passing, and I would love to share um, kind of his story and my story together uh, for this episode. Um, so here we go. We're going to start in the very beginning. So I went to uh, Wenatchee Valley College um, to go play baseball, and easily one of the best things that came out of that whole experience was meeting Logan. Uh, we ended up being uh, roommates at the dorms up there. And for the whole thing, um, we immediately connected uh, through baseball. Uh, he is a big Mariners fan. And so, and then I learned more about him. And so he is actually a farmer's kid from Heartline, Washington. It is legit middle of nowhere and absolute all hardworking people from over there. Uh, his mom, Lisa, and his dad, Dean, raised his kid absolutely right. Um, I mean, especially giving him the uh, – to know what baseball is in the middle of nowhere. But anyways, yeah, so his uh, – it's – I don't know. Um, so he's – so what happened uh, – so we met in college, and we would legit be watching all the Mariners games together. Uh, he is actually, um, let's see, because if I can go back to my text messages, um, in all the way back, all the way back from 2014, um, the Mariners missed the wild card by one game. And it kind of relates to this year of how the Mariners are so close to making that wild card. Um, and I remember specifically after that game ended, he texted me and goes, So what do we talk about now? And that's pretty much sums up his and I, mine and his um, conversations. It was all about baseball. And just to this day, I haven't found anyone that can text baseball like how him and I can. So in 2015, um, we went to a Mariners game together. Uh, it was our first Mariners game together and actually our only Mariners game that, that we went together. Um, it was uh, June 2nd, 2015 for my birthday. And Mike Montgomery, um, it was his debut. And he was a lefty pitcher. Um, and we thought it, he was absolutely going to be a stud for the Mariners. And from right then and there, we absolutely loved Mike Montgomery. And so – the year goes on, and then we go to uh, Mayor's Fan Fest in 2016, uh, hoping to meet Mike Montgomery because, you know, I mean, because we had this whole entire um, plan on trying to meet this guy, and it was, it was definitely one of our goals for the day. So for that whole entire day, um, so given – let's just – 
step back a little bit. So Logan, he is about six foot seven, maybe 190, about 200, like soaking wet. I mean, this dude is tall and lanky. So we went over to the, to the, um, to the game used jersey section, and the only person that he could pretty much fit their jersey was Chris Young. I mean, and this dude was 6'10". So he rocked a Chris Young jersey for the whole entire day. And I was searching through the whole thing to try and find a Mike Montgomery jersey. And, yep, I found a Mike Montgomery game used Seattle jersey. So to this day, I wear that jersey to the Mariners games. So, so that whole entire day, uh, we ended up not meeting Mike Montgomery. Um, but that whole entire trip with him and I, it was absolutely awesome. Uh, yeah, so we decided, I mean, it was a random, random idea. And just and like the night ended up, uh, <laughs> we actually fell asleep um, in the parking lot at UW baseball, like right outside their stadium um, in, in his dad's truck. Cause we didn't think too far ahead and we had no idea where, like, I guess where we were going to stay. I mean, it ended up being, I mean, like 11 PM midnight. And we were like, ah, shit, we have no idea like where we're going to go. And it, it was, I mean, the, the stories of that whole entire night, I mean, they can, I mean, going from me trying to convince this dude to get on the Seattle, um, like the Seattle Ferris wheel, but the guy who's six foot seven is scared of heights. So that did not work out. Um, and then also just the whole, it was, I don't know, like we pretty much just like revolved our relationship and friendship, um, over baseball and, just like having like good times together and call it. So, so after this whole entire trip to fan fest, um, so we continue to watch the Mariners and of course my teams, the Chicago Cubs. And in the middle of the season, Mike Montgomery was actually traded to the Cubs. I mean, I was hyped. I was super hyped. I mean, the Cubs were having like their best season that they've ever had. And we just got, one of my favorite players and Logan was pissed that he had to go from the Mariners to the Cubs. But then he did mention that he might root for the Cubs in 2016. Um, just, just for my sake. And just cause, and, and I, I think that was, I think that was the only time that we actually had that. Actually, I think that is the only time that I've ever heard him say that he will root for the Cubs. Because he would always joke about the whole curse and all this stuff. I mean, given he's a Mariners fan, they haven't been to the playoffs since 2001. So, I he can joke around. So, Mike Montgomery gets traded to the Cubs. And we watch him and we are both hyped. So, later that year, so September 25th happens. And that is the day where Jose Fernandez passes away in a boating accident in Miami. And so I, so I find out about that through Logan. Uh, he texts me and he's like, you know what? Like, this is, this is nuts. Um, like it's, it's, 
sad to see someone go at such a young age. And we, like from that moment, like we were like, you know what, like we have to watch these young guys pitch and play and hit. I mean, because like, like we talked about, like in our text messages, never know when your time is up. So then, so then we text uh, the whole entire night. Um, and then I call him later that night on the 25th. And I mean, like we just like bullshit because he is driving home um, from his place in Moses Lake back to Walla Walla. And, and then, I mean, like, I just say my goodbyes, like, I love you, man. And he's like, love you too. And, um, and that was it. So then I wake up the next day, uh, my phone's all jacked up. Um, I had no service, no nothing. So I go about my day. And, uh, so what happens, I finally get service and I open up Facebook and, uh, you see an article that says Logan Thompson, 21 of Heartline has passed away in a car accident. And from that, that was literally probably, I mean, it's five years later now and I still can't get over that whole day of finding that out. Um, but so then I immediately, um, drive up to his parents' house and I, I stay there for the whole week, um, for the funeral, um, visiting him before and it was it was rough and we were in charge um so his buddies and i we were in charge of making the soundtrack to his uh first funeral and that was that was really really hard um the the it was kind of i don't know kind of weird like how this worked but a few months before that he was down um hanging out with me and we were just like bullshitting around and he's like you know what like if i ever pass away like this is the song i want like at my funeral and we were just like whatever like all right but then come to find out like we we had actually do that and it was uh it's tough but the sea, I mean, just, sorry. Um, but there was, I, it, I, I can't explain the feeling of being, just having your best friend taken away from you and having that connection to baseball with him and I and like the Mariners and the Cubs, it was just, it was insane. So, I tried, I mean, like they say, to try and make a positive out of a negative. So what does any other 21-year-old do that's a Cubs fan? And also the Cubs are chasing for their first World Series title in 108 years. Um, so then I, it, just like the, like the week's, the weeks after this whole entire incident, um, I did not want to leave the house. Uh, I could care less about baseball, but I knew that Logan would want me to continue watching baseball, like continue doing all this stuff. I mean, just like of everything that we talked about, um, I knew that he 
somehow like the it's it's kind of funny that I think about this now, but like the way that I viewed baseball being more than just a game and also like you can compare this to being a spiritual thing, which that it's, it's kind of how I view this whole thing. So Logan to me is now one of a dude who has the in with the baseball gods. That is Logan. He is now one of the dudes. So, okay. So October 7th. Um, so that morning, so that is about a week, about, about 10 days after um, him passing away. Uh, so my, um, so my girlfriend at the time, she was like, Hey, like, Hey, like, let's go to Texas Roadhouse to go eat some food. I mean, like, that's like your favorite um, place to go and let's just go have fun. It's like, okay. So we, so we, so we go down there and the Cubs game was on. Um, and I really did not give a shit. I did, I tried my hardest to watch the game, but I just could not watch it. So, but the, it ended up being, uh, the first game of the NLDS in 2016. It was the giants and the Cubs. And in game one, um, the Cubs win 1-0. So it was a damn good game. So then as, as you're walking out of the, um, like out of the restaurant, uh, I make a joke and I say, hey, yeah, say if, if, if this is, I mean, like if the baseball gods are listening and I know Logan is like for some crazy reason, some crazy reason the Cubs, if they go to the World Series, it'll end up being all the way to game seven. And I mean, like, if you guys don't believe me, like that I say this, like I like I have proof on this one. So so I made this comment and then just like from that moment, the whole entire playoffs, I mean that whole series, it like little things and that whole entire thing just like made made me like feel that Logan was there and so so then the the next week um on October 15th uh that was game one of the NLCS against uh, the Dodgers so so I made the trip up to uh Heartline which it was like a two it's like a two-hour drive from my hometown and I watched game one with his parents and for one, his mom, this, I, I, I think this is the only time that he, like, that she has allowed baseball, like, on their TV. So, so I felt pretty special for this one. So then we watched game one, and it was, I mean, the game was close the whole way, and then all of a sudden, boom, pinch hit, grand slam, eighth inning, Miguel Montero. So, and that, I, I hyped, absolutely hyped from that. And then, like, his mom was smiling, dad was smiling. It, it was just a good feeling, and I knew that Logan was watching us and making this happen. So, it's, it, I mean, like I said before, like, there's, there's things that you can't explain what happened, and you just go with it. So, we all know how that happened. 
and and what ended up with that series. Um, the Cubs beat the Dodgers and go on to the World Series. And now the whole thing of me jokingly saying that if the Cubs make it to the World Series, they're going to go to Game 7. <laughs> so all of a sudden, the Cubs are down to Series 3-1. to one, And I'm like, you know what? It's going to happen. I shit you not, Logan is going to somehow make this happen. And we know what happened. Cubs go to Game 7. And most insane game of my entire life I've ever watched and still will be to this day. So then the Cubs go into extra innings. So even further than what I predicted, Logan would make it happen. So the Cubs go two extra innings, and they call a lefty out of the bullpen. And <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I mean, I get like chills like every time I, th- I talk about this or like think about it. Uh, so Mike Montgomery comes into the game. Logan's and I's favorite player together. I absolutely wanted to see him play again, um, like the debut together. It's the only time that he has said to be a Cubs fan was when Mike Montgomery went to the Cubs. And this is the time and opportunity for Mike Montgomery to show what he is. Mike Montgomery throws last pitch of the World Series. Cubs win. Like, you can't make that up. You cannot tell me that the baseball gods are not real. And immediately right after the Cubs win, I didn't know what to do. I just started, I broke down and cried. And it was an automatic, like, thanking Logan for this. And it was one of the craziest things that I have like ever experienced, like spiritually, like life wise, it just, there's just things you can't make up. So also with him um, passing away, it kind of put a a perspective on my life um, that if you really want to do something, go do it. Like if, if you, have nothing really holding you back go experience life go do the things that you want to do and absolutely have a blast so in 2018 um i've mentioned this multiple times before on other um podcasts that i've uh published um so i moved down to fort lauderdale florida for the year and I really wanted to go do that um, so I could, I mean, watch the Marlins play, not just because they were close, but also because of of Jose Fernandez and that whole, um, like, of him passing away and that being Logan's and my, one of our last conversations um, before Logan passing away. And just being in that stadium – I knew once again that Logan was with me for the whole entire time. And that was honestly one of the starts to this whole entire like initial idea of having a podcast. 
it was the whole talking about baseball and talking about like the things that happen off the field, like with these stories and just, just things that just like you can't make up. So with me moving down to Florida, um, being closer to the whole entire um, Jose Fernandez um, situation and where he played before um, it, it kind it, it, it just felt right. It just felt right being that close um, and having, honestly, like having Logan with me the whole entire time. So, uh, so I moved back uh, from Florida and that was, that was the start like that. Um, then a year later, uh, probably about March, 2020, uh, I actually got the idea of actually doing this podcast and I knew that Logan would be with me the whole time. And I knew that he would thousand percent be my co-host on this whole entire podcast. It, I mean, we would, uh, it would be fucking hilarious. I mean, there, <laughs> I, it's, it, like he would thousand percent be my, my co-host. Um, so then, so then as I did my whole entire, um, I, I guess like the whole start, like for the podcast, uh, I came across a book and it was the baseball gods are real. Um, and it was written by Jonathan Fink. So I ordered this book off. I, th- I believe I actually ordered it off Amazon and it showed up and I read it right away. And it has all these stories about how baseball gods are real. And like, it's just weird things that you cannot explain. And I think they're the baseball guys. So, so Jonathan Fink and I, so we actually connected and he, I have him on episode four of actually of the podcast and with everything going on, I mean, him and I still to this date talk once a week and he came and approached me and he was like, you know what, like your story with Logan and the baseball gods, like I want to feature that in my next book. So, so then we got to talking and I'm like, like for one, it blew my mind like that, that the story with Logan and Mike Montgomery and the Cubs just like, just all together, like it's going to be on a book. It's, but you know what? Like Logan would get an absolute kick out of this. It, 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 it'd be insane. Like he would be like, what the fuck? Like, like I'm in a book. Like, yeah, dude, like you're in a book. You deserve it. And the part that got me the most, uh, like when Jonathan and I were talking about um, this book, he sent me a picture of the front page um, as you open up the cover. And it says like, it says this book is dedicated to Logan Thompson. And that initial, that immediately hit me. And I, I, I cried. It um, means the absolute world to me that Jonathan wanted to have this story in a book and it like I I will always be blessed and thankful for Jonathan Fink you honestly have started this whole entire podcast you were one of the first people that I talked to and with you giving me the connection to Jonathan Perrin and then Jonathan to so-and-so and Jeremy Wolf and Donnie Walton. It's absolutely wild. Like, so Scooter, AKA Jonathan Fink, 
thank you so much for helping this story be told. And I cannot thank you enough for this. Um, so with that being said, Logan, I absolutely love you more than anything. And I know that you're with me the whole entire journey of this podcast. And I cannot be more thankful to have met you and for you to be my friend and my best friend. And I'll never, ever not live your legacy and not tell your story because you dude the sky's the limit man the sky's the limit so logan thank you for everything